Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to Jillian on Love. I'm your host, Jillian Tarecki, certified relationship coach and teacher. I wanted to take a moment and wish everyone happy holidays. In spirit with the season of giving, I've unlocked an exclusive bonus episode from Jillian on Love Plus, our subscription for the show. This is just a sample of the additional content I share with subscribers outside of the weekly Monday episodes. I think you'll enjoy and know that there are more subscription episodes available now on Jillian on Love Plus. You can access these by signing up for this subscription on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon at patreon.com slash Jillian on Love. Just follow the links in the show notes and enjoy. I am so excited to spend more time with you all and provide further guidance on how to build healthier and more fulfilling romantic relationships. In this week's episode, I answer a bunch of your questions. Here we go. Okay, first question. Hi, Jillian. I'm a successful, healthy, and supported woman in my early 30s who craves intimacy but is never satisfied and always looking for the best option in romantic relationships. I know this is unsustainable and it causes me deep levels of confusion and unhappiness, but how can I know the difference between quote-unquote settling and making the right choice? I fear making the wrong choices and wondering what the other options would have been like. Thank you so much. I love your podcasts and your insightful content. Okay, well, the thing that stands out to me the most is I fear making the wrong choices. And I'm wondering if that is something that is a pattern of yours, meaning that you fear making the wrong choices a lot, and maybe you get stuck in indecision a lot, or maybe you create really unrealistic expectations of yourself and of others, not just romantic relationships. And then you find yourself getting deep levels of confusion and unhappiness because of that. So again, my first impulse is to ask you to explore what this fear is of making the wrong choice and just the fear of mistakes and how much that dominates your life, how much that has a control over your life. And then to just bring this more specifically to romantic relationships, look, people forget that 
as much as we have to be clear about what it is that we want in a potential partner, we also have to be really real and clear about what it is that we're willing to tolerate. So I would get out that piece of paper and the pen and I would write down all the things that you're willing to tolerate because guess what? We're not perfect either. No one is perfect. And it's not about loving a perfect person. It's about loving an imperfect person. (laughs) And so part of that is understanding, you know, what's realistic and what's not. What can you tolerate and what can you absolutely not tolerate? And when you write down that list of what you're willing to tolerate and what you absolutely cannot tolerate, we have preferences and then we have absolute deal breakers. And it's important to be able to distinguish between what is a deal breaker and what's your preference. There are certain preferences that we would have to give up. That's where we have to recognize or establish what we're willing to tolerate. But then there are certain things that are just absolute deal breakers. And you got to write those down. And some of those things might be unrealistic, but the bottom line is that you might make a mistake. (laughs) And that's okay. That really is okay. You might make a mistake. You might end up choosing the wrong person. And that's something you're going to have to live with, is making a mistake. But at the end of the day, you might have some rules about how people are supposed to be that are so rigid. And if that's the case, I'm going to put money on the fact that you have really rigid expectations and rules for yourself. So my instinct is for you to explore perfectionism because I feel like that's what's screaming at me right now, for lack of a better word. And then to get really clear about what you're willing to tolerate and to focus more on that. Because I think you're really clear actually about what you're not going to tolerate, but you haven't been connected to what it is that you are willing to tolerate. And I hope that helps. Next question. Hi, Jillian. I love your work. You've helped me so much already, and I'm grateful for all you do. Thank you. Grateful for you too. My question to you is the following. I have been in three relationships in a row where my partner cheated on me, and unfortunately, all of them fell into the chronic cheater slash double life categories. Wow. Your episode on infidelity helped tremendously, and I've taken time to explore the wounded parts of me that have attracted these partners. However, I still have loads of work to do. My question to you is, how do I let go of the belief that quote unquote, all men cheat. When that's all I've ever known, my father was one of those to my mother as well. I want so badly to believe that there's some men out there who won't cheat on me, but I find it really hard to do so. How do I start? If it involves forgiving myself, how do I forgive myself? Thank you again for everything you do, sending love and light your way. So first thing that I'd like for you to do is hang out with some men. Perhaps they are the husbands or significant others of friends of yours. Perhaps you have an uncle, another family member. I don't know if you have a brother. It sounds to me like maybe you don't, but any family members you know are good men 
anyone you know who are good men, whether it's coworkers, whether it's the husbands of coworkers, the husbands of friends, and spend some time with them. Call that friend and be like, I'd love to, you know, hang out with you and your <laughs> you and your husband or your boyfriend. You know, I need to be around really good men so that I can expand my mind to the possibility and to not the possibility, to the reality that not all men cheat. And even if you don't hang around them, you need to talk to the people you know who are in happy relationships, who trust their significant other, who feel chosen and loved and cherished by their significant other, who feel respected by their significant other. And you need to spend time with these people. I don't care if you watch it on a television show where you're watching a relationship and you're seeing in action a character, an actor portraying a character who is a really stand-up kind of guy who would never cheat. So you just have to surround yourself with that and remind yourself that just because that's been your experience it doesn't mean it's the truth of what's out there. So that's the best advice that I can give you, is just surround yourself with really good quality men or people who know really good quality men so that you can restore your trust in men. Because even if you hadn't been cheated on, you know, those three experiences, which just sounds awful, and I'm sorry you went through that, there are people, many people, myself included at one point, who date men. And if they've been hurt a lot, it destroys our trust in the entire gender. <laughs> and it's so, so hurtful and painful. And it's very destructive because it's not true. We can't punish people for the crimes of our exes. And so when I went through my divorce, I had this moment where I said to myself, like, I'm afraid of men. Like, I don't want to be around them. I just didn't trust them. And this was something, I think it's really hard to go through life not questioning the integrity and the honesty of the opposite sex. I think there's just so many wars between the sexes. And it's this is just part of our conditioning, you know, just based on if you were raised by both a mom and a dad, and you may be one of your caretakers, you just, your caretaker of the opposite sex was just mean or bad or not a good parent. It's really hard to escape that. But I have to say, I'd never really felt that before. And so I found some male mentors and I went to some events and I hung out with really, really wonderful, solid and confident men. And I just surrounded myself with that. Just even some people's friends who had really great brothers. I surrounded myself with those friends and hearing stories about that. So I just made it a mission to expose myself in any way that I could to the reality that it's not that all men are like that. I hope this helps. Hi, Jillian. How can I achieve feeling more secure and calm in the face of many life changes? Any additional advice for how to feel better beyond the items below and not self-sabotage? 
divorce, multiple COVID-induced job changes over the past couple of years, dating again, handling household bills alone, etc. I do exercise, spend time with others, and have loving, consistent, emotionally available friends and boyfriend. I try to eat healthy, limit alcohol, read books, and listen to podcasts, follow coaching accounts, have done a lot of healing work since separating from my cheating husband and filing for a divorce, etc. Thanks for reading if you do and for all your posts. <sighs> so it definitely sounds to me like you're doing everything right. And it's so wonderful that you have loving, consistent, and emotionally available friends, and now a boyfriend. It sounds to me like a little bit of post-traumatic stress syndrome. And of course you have that. Divorce, COVID, and just living life, of course you're experiencing some stress and anxiety and insecurity. You're human. So I think the best advice that I can give you today is for you to give yourself a break and to not judge yourself for having these feelings sometimes and just to be kinder to yourself and to say, oh yeah, I'm doing all the right things. There's a lot of good in my life. And I'm going to continue to make it a practice every single morning, afternoon, and night to take time to focus on all the things that are working in my life. But I've also been through a lot. And sometimes our bodies take time to catch up what we know, with what we know to be true in our hearts and our minds. And so sometimes my body is going to be caught in a trauma reaction of insecurity, fight or flight, because I've been through really big things in a small amount of time. And when I do feel like that, I'm just gonna give myself a lot of love, a lot of grace, a lot of leeway, and remind myself that tomorrow is a new day. And if I need to call up one of my consistent, loving, and emotionally available friends and just ask for an ear while I vent a little bit or just share a little bit about my discomfort, I'm going to do that. I hope this helps. Hi, Jillian. I understand that I'm the common denominator in all my relationships. My husband of 17 years hid things and lied right from the start, and it was his pattern. Now my boyfriend of three years is doing the exact same thing, hiding big things from me. Okay, early in my marriage, I probably didn't make it safe to tell the truth and to open up, but this time is different. I've kept calm when upset. We've had the talks about how communication, openness, honesty, and being a team are so important to me, yet he still hid something big from me. Why am I attracted to slash attracting choosing dishonest men. What's wrong with me? Please help. Nothing's wrong with you. I think you're focusing on the wrong thing. And I understand why you're focusing on why do I keep attracting, choosing these men? What's wrong with me? You know, the questions that we ask ourselves are so important because they either yield really good answers or not so good answers. And so when we 
are always asking ourselves, what's wrong with me? Usually the answer we get is a lot of negativity. And we go down this whole, even if it's not entirely conscious, this whole list of all the things that are wrong with us. And then at the end of asking and answering that question repeatedly over and over again, what we're left with is lowered self-esteem and lowered self-worth. And that never helps anything. So I think some better questions to ask yourself, why does my boyfriend feel the need to hide this? What is it about him that he struggles to tell me the truth? I wonder what that's all about. And then another question to ask yourself is, what am I tolerating in my relationships that I wish to no longer tolerate? So I'm going to leave you with that. These two questions. Why do I think my boyfriend is hiding this big thing? What is it that he's so afraid of? What is it that he is struggling with internally that has made it that he's hid this from me? And then number two, why do I tolerate some of the things that I do? What am I willing to continue to tolerate or not tolerate? What have I tolerated too much of in my relationships? And what am I willing to change about that? I hope this helps. Be sure to tune in for another Jillian on Love episode next week. And thank you for listening. Jillian on Love is a Q Code production, executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson, produced by Ryan Countshouse, edited in music by Will Tendy. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 